everyone. Welcome to the leadership journey. I am Dr. Katie Irvin. And as we launch this podcast, I want to share with you all the stories of my own journey. Everyone's journey, I say this all the time, is messy. You know, as we're going through our leadership journey, first of all, a lot of times no one sets us down and says, this is leadership and this is what we're doing. Uh, Other times we may know or understand what it is, but we don't necessarily have all the tools in our toolkit. So that's why we're really excited about the leadership journey. A little bit about my own path to leadership. It definitely has not been a clean ride. Uh, I have made some mistakes. I have made some decisions that eh, maybe I should or should not have made. And so I wanted to share a little of those with you to give you a little teaser of what we're going to be talking about. So, um, you know, I'm not going to go all the way back, but I do want to start with one real important pivot point in my career. And that was when I was working on a master's. So in my master's program, I started out is um, wanting a master's in student affairs. I wanted to work in higher ed my whole life. I love the campus environment. I love what that looks like and feels like. And so I really thought doing my master's in student affairs would just make the most sense. And very quickly in my first semester, Um, I realized that that's just not what I want to do. And so I'm probably one of the few people that in my master's program, I decided, you know what, I'm going to change my major. I don't think that's a common thing that people do, uh, but it was important for me to stay true to myself. And so to me, that's maybe the first pivot point, but that's also um, being authentic and true to ourselves is so important. And so living this um, life that is, you don't you're not fulfilled and you're not happy is so important. So, um, yeah, I changed my major to human resources development. Uh, I didn't really know what human resources was, but I had a very snarky professor, um, kind of berating the class and was like, if you guys don't have enough commitment, if you're not really into this, you know, maybe you should go look at human resources and, At the time, I didn't know what human resources was, but when I started doing the research, I was like, okay, this speaks to me. Uh, And as I switched over, luckily for me, um, I only had to take a couple extra classes. So it wasn't like I had to restart my whole program because they were both very counseling based. But um, when I started really getting into human resources and particularly human resources development, I really found it's so insightful and impactful for me because it it's always for me about the people. Like how do we help the right people get into the right seats in the right organizations? You know, how do we find positions where we're going to be happier and more fulfilled? And I didn't know what that looked like or what that meant uh, until I really found my master's program. And so um, my master's project was about succession planning and career ladders and how how do we grow in our career and how do we get into the right seats and how how do we do that and so it was just such a natural you know when you know that you're in the right spot like there's this exhale and and so as i was doing my master's program i could start to exhale cuz i figured out what i wanted to be when i grew up and that's not really an easy thing um, for, for anyone, whether we're 19 or 22 or even 
47, like there's still that, what do we want to be when we grow up? What do we want to achieve? Where do we want to, to be? And, um, so the master's program was the really first good step in that. Um, and then I just started my road down human resources and, and the beauty with human resources is when you work really hard and take really good care of people and you do the right things, you will progress, you will move up, you will get to the right spots. And so moved along, moved into some really great HR leadership roles, but I still wasn't finding myself fulfilled. I still wasn't totally there. And I was finding myself, especially some of the organizations I worked with and worked for, you know, we all talk about our values and what's so important to us. And, you know, we really want to make sure that when we work with an organization that they fit our values. And I was finding a lot of times where, in the job interview, they sound perfect. And then after you work for them for a little while or maybe a long while, it's like, oh, they start slowly revealing themselves. It is just not really this great of an organization. And so I knew very quickly with a lot of my organizations that I was in, like, I just am not, this is not meshing with me. And um, there was an organization I worked with that really prided themselves on talking about, you know, the employees are the number one. That's who we're here for, because without the employees, we wouldn't have customers and we couldn't serve who we could serve. And um, we had a, a um, employee whose husband was very sick with cancer and quite frankly, towards the end of his life. And she had exhausted all of her FMLA and um, I was checking in on her just to make sure she was doing okay. And, you know, does she need anything from us, from me, from the organization? And she said, no, you know, the doctors say, you know, unfortunately he's going to pass any day now. And it's just, you know, heartbreaking and, um, we're just preparing for the worst. And about seven days later, my boss came to me and asked about this employee and didn't ask like how she was doing or how her husband was doing, but just was like, she should be towards the end of a FMLA, right? Like she should be back any day now. And I said, well, yes, she should, but you know, he's, he's hanging in there and they're trying to make him comfortable and, um, she'll be back when she can after bereavement. And, uh, he said, well, legally, what do we have to do? <laughs> I thought, Oh boy. Okay. I understand business is business, right? It's, it's business. So I said, well, legally, you know, her FMLA runs out in two days or whatever it is like very soon. Um, and he was like, okay, so what's the next step from there? Once her FMLA runs out, um, she either comes back or we terminate her. And I could just feel my whole body go numb because yeah, I mean, legally we can do that, but morally and ethically, like human base? Is that what we want to do? Um, and so I was like, yeah, I mean, legally we can, but I just, I can't support that. And he was like, well, you need to send her a letter that says either she comes back or, or she's being fired. And, uh, I thought, oh, I can't, I can't do that. That doesn't align with who I am and what I say my values are. And so, um, I was effectively terminated from that organization because I would not agree to, do what I needed to, to do. So what they thought I needed to do. Uh, and so there's been some steps like that where I just didn't feel I, I really aligned with the organization. And I, there was a point towards the end of my HR 
um, career that I thought, you know, 12, 13 years into this, like this just still doesn't feel right. I just, I feel like there's something else there. And at the time I was teaching human resources and organizational development for local universities. I loved the work that I was doing. I loved being able to make impact for students and to really support them. And it just felt so good. And so a very natural step was for me to move over into higher ed administration. And I loved higher ed administration. I did that for another 12 plus years working at military campuses. So got to work with some of the coolest students. I got to learn so much from them. I got to help them along their career journeys and to understand who and what they are and what they're doing. Uh, it it just was such a, a neat experience. Uh, but I also knew, especially towards the end of my higher ed journey, um, you know, higher ed isn't for everybody. And, and I don't say that lightly because I have a doctorate um, in adult education and leadership. And so I know some people will will gasp and some people will be just vigorously nodding their head, but it's just, for me, I really feel like there's some industries and areas and career paths that absolutely require that degree. And it's so important, especially, you know, those higher degrees, whether it be a master's or a doctorate, it, it makes sense. And then there's so many jobs out there these days that just don't require that degree. They don't require the extra schooling that that you have to go through to get a higher ed degree. It does, the expense, don't even get me started on the, the expenses, not necessary to be successful. And so I really struggled in, and towards the end of my, my journey in higher ed, I, I really thought I was in a really good spot. Like I, the last place I worked, I really, really, um, I didn't know what I didn't know what I, what I had. And so, um, one of the things that one of my good friends talks about is, you know, we can't jump at something that's shiny. Uh, we've got to do our due diligence. And so don't just jump to a job because you're unhappy or because uh, there's something going on or it's more money or something else. Like really think through what, what you're jumping into. And um, I worked in this role that I loved the people I worked with. I was so fortunate to be able to make great impact. I got to work really closely with the faculty that I just loved and adored and um, got to see the impact that they were able to make on students. So it was so meaningful. And I was approached to take on a new position. And there was just something in my head, like just this quiet something in my head that was saying, no, don't do it. But it was shiny. It was my dream. I was going to be able to do this um, professional development type work that had been smoldering in me for years. And, and so I just told that little voice in my head to just stop. I, I don't want to hear it. And, um, I, I, I hesitated and then I decided, you know what? Nope, this is what I'm going to do. And so I, I made this jump and part of me is really thankful that I made the leap because I realized I do want to do this kind of development work but I don't want to do it for anyone else. I don't want to have the constraints of somebody else's agenda. 
I want to be able to do what I feel is right by um, organizations. I want to do what's right by individuals. I don't want to have to be focused on selling them something that they don't need. I want to be able to really help people move up in their career and in their career journey. So um, while I jumped at something shiny and it was probably a bad decision for that moment, it was actually a really great decision for my future because if I would have stayed where I was comfortable, I might not ever have made that real full jump into starting my own company where it really is focused on, you know, people call it a skills gap. I like to call it a grace gap. We're going to talk about that in upcoming podcasts, but whatever it is that are people are not getting the positions that they uh, want or are, are qualified for or whatever it is that's holding people back. I really wanted to be able to help people get into those right seats, into those right roles, doing the things that make them happy and fulfill them. Uh, and so that was so important. So my journey was a very windy journey. Like if you would look at my resume, you would think, okay, well, I understand her experience. I know why she can talk about these type of skills. Uh, and I understand that she has the experience and the education and the research. Um, I've done my research. My master's was all about um, career succession and career planning. And then my my doctorate is in workplace motivation and employee satisfaction. So how do we create an environment where people will be happier and more loyal and more satisfied at work, which in turn, you know, obviously reduces um, turnover, but then also helps our bottom line. And so, so that's all of my work. But, you know, as I moved through my career journey, it was just messy. I mean, it was messy a lot of times because I wasn't in the right organizations. It was messy because I was not working for people that I thought cared for me or respected me. Um, I worked for people that uh, I literally worked for a president. He owned his own company that came to me one time and said, Hey, I need you to, I need you to release a statement about this vice president debunking the rumors that are going around about him having an affair with another executive both married, not to each other. And I said, mm, but they are, <laughs> they are having an affair. And he said, yeah, 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 I know, I know. But we need you to release a statement that that's not true. So then people will, you know, it will, it will settle things down. And I said, so you want me to lie to cover up his lies? Well, but Katie, he's a long-term employee. You know, he's done so much for us, you know, blah, blah. And I just, I, I couldn't like the way that I make decisions in life is, is it something that I can tell my family and they would be proud of? Is it something that I could tell a judge? And is there something, you know, if it's on the morning news, is it something that I'd be proud of? And it's definitely not something I would be proud of to have out there. And so of course, when I refused to do it, he didn't get fired. I got fired. Um, but you know, when you can look yourself in the eye, when you look yourself in the mirror and say, you know what, I have integrity, I'm doing the right thing. That is so important. Uh, and I just, through my, throughout my career, that's been so important. I will also tell you there's times early in my career where I was just young and dumb. Uh, I didn't understand what 
uh, emotional intelligence was. And I didn't understand, you know, my husband told me early in our marriage, one of the things I love most about you is your passion and your excitement. And that's lovely. Uh, But I will say one of the biggest challenges in my life is my passion and excitement. Sometimes I have to take deep breaths to allow my uh, brain to catch up with my tongue before my tongue will get me in trouble. And early in my career, I didn't know how to do that. I didn't know how to like pause, breathe. (laughs) I just would just say whatever was coming out of my mouth. And so there were times early in my career where I should have just kept my mouth shut. Like, I hate to say know your role because it's like I'm being disrespectful, but sometimes you got to know your role. Sometimes you got to know when to say something and when not. Sometimes you got to know when to, um, you know, take a breath and say it more respectfully. And and so those are some of the missteps that I, I made throughout my career. And uh, I just want people to know that because we we talk a lot uh, at Catalyst Development, you know, we all have things. And if we only put out the shiniest, fanciest, loveliest things, then we're not being authentic or, or real. And so we want to share with you all and be a little vulnerable. You know, we've, we've all made mistakes. And so the more we can talk about those, the more we can help others take that next step, get to that next level. So, um, that's what we're going to do. It, that's a little of my story. Uh, it's not always glamorous. Uh, there's things, I don't know that I would ever take anything back uh, because every step in my journey has led me to where I am today. Uh, do I wish maybe I would have made some different decisions here or there? I wish I could have learned them easier than the way I did sometimes. Um, I did learn, you know, some organizations give you really fancy boxes uh, when they fire you with handles and others, when you get laid off, they just don't give you any box at all. You just got to kind of gather your things and, and walk out. And so, um, yeah, I don't know that I would change anything on my journey, on my journey when I would make missteps, you know, I'd feel sorry and sad for myself for a day or two. You've got to, I mean, there's got to be tears or whatever you do to, to get over something. But then I always knew like, I'm going to be better off for this. I'm going to learn. I'm going to grow. I'm going to get to that next step. And so whatever that next step is. And so I've been very fortunate that there's something in me that um, I just learned that. Uh, I really think my grandfather was such a great um, reflection for me. You know, he would always learn and get better and do. And, and I learned so much from him. And I think that really helped me. And um you know, when you, when you go through some hard things in life, uh, that, I mean, we'll kind of, we'll talk about life. I don't want to get too far into my personal life, but, um, when you go through things then you have to be resilient and you have to, uh, learn from hard things when you think something is one way and it's definitely not. And the people that, um, have made decisions that are impacting you don't want to admit those, things that they've done or the decisions they've made, uh, you just have to grow from them because there's one of two things. When you hit a barrier, uh, you can do one of two things. You can stop or you can figure out a way over it, around it, or just kick it down. Uh, In my life, I've just figured out, you know, how do I kick it down? How do I get around it? How do I let it not slow my momentum, even if it doesn't feel good? And so 
that's been my journey. Um, I hope you enjoy the podcast. I'm really excited to, to launch it. We are going to have different guests on. I'm going to have the Catalyst team. Emma and Jenna are going to join me for a lot of the, the episodes. And we're just going to really talk about um, strong leaders, how we grow our employees, how do we build strong cultures, how do we learn from our mistakes, how do we take that, that step forward, how do we recognize that the path is not always easy, but we need to develop those critical skills to be stronger and to be more successful and in turn to give back to our organization. So um, I'm, I'm looking forward to having you with us along this journey. Have a great day. Thank you everyone for joining me in this little teaser today about the leadership journey coming soon. Leadership is not a destination. It's just a continuous journey. So you never want to miss an opportunity to sharpen those leadership skills. And if you have any questions or suggestions for topics of the show, I would love to hear from you. Reach out to me on our website at cdleaders.com or connect with us on social media. We're on Instagram at Catalyst Development. And I'm on Twitter as Dr. Katie Irvin. Thank you for joining me on this journey of growth and transformation. Until next time, keep leading with passion, purpose, and a commitment to building an exceptional culture. Together, we can shape the future of leadership.